Well, hey there, friends and family. Welcome back to another episode of Leader Talks with the MYC. We are your hosts, Matt. And Christy. What's up, everybody? Look, it is so good to be back. We have been gone forever. Uh, COVID was a thing. Christmas was a thing. I don't know if you know, but it's a new year. That's also a thing. Life was just crazy there for a little bit, Christy. I'm not gonna lie. It It was was a little bit wild. Uh, but we have made it and I know you have too, because you are here. And if you're not here, we will miss you. (laughs) (laughs) That did not make much sense, but yes, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, we are. No, I was just talking about people listening today that they're, they made it too, because they're here. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it, uh, it has been a long day. It is a beautiful dreary day out in Columbus, Mississippi right now. The weather is nice and cold. I'm very thankful for that. My Alaskan heritage applauds the, at least the attempt of a somewhat of a winter. It's been a little hot, but it's cold and rainy. Yep. Do you like cold and rainy? I like cold. And if rain comes with it, so be it. Yeah, I just have to deal with it. The rain with the cold is too much for me. Yeah. And so we are back. uh, And so for the next two podcasts, this one and the next one is actually going to be more of a little bit of a a casual conversation between Christy and I. Just about two important topics. Uh, Today's is when your yes means no. And next week we'll talk about doing hard things. And really just kind of like just a little conversation back and forth. Not so much a a leadership teaching and and for you to take like have this this note plan uh, to go take with leaders. This is more just a, a conversation between us for you to get you involved in on the conversation and just man, just to think about some things. Just think about uh, some different thoughts, specifically when we say yes, and also when it comes to hard things of life. So be on the lookout for next week. It's going to be super, super good. But this week, we are talking about when your yes means no. Uh, and I, you know, I hesitated, Christy, to talk about naming it this and, and, and even really bringing it up, but it's, it's also true and it's also important, right? Because yes is yes. And, and no means no, right? Like the first thing I thought of was like, you consent, like no means no. Right. <laughs> but there are things that you and we'll talk about today that when you say yes to, you also say no to lots of other things. And, um, and, and so the idea today, if you can just open up the box of your mind, begin to, to challenge yourself and allow things to be viewed through a different perspective, I think today can be real life giving for you. Uh, I think today can be real challenging can be convicting, uh, can be thought-provoking, and if you let it, it can lead you down a path that helps you make the best yes to quote Lisa Turkist. Isn't that her name? Lisa Turk? Turkist. Turk. What? Turkist. Turkist? I think. You know what it makes me think of? A little sidebar. Taka off of Olaf Presents. Taka, calm down, Taka! If you're the rock. a parent, you know what Matt is talking about. Disney Plus, Olaf Presents. You need to check it out. It's but- really good even if you're not a parent. <laughs> it really is best recaps ever. Uh, there are a few storytellers in the world. Olaf is among the best. He is the best. Um, but yeah, so Christy, leadership is universal language. We think no matter whether you're a mom or you're a dad, say at home parent, you work full time, you're in ministry, whatever the case is, there's something for you to learn today. And really, this affects life as a whole, not just ministry, not just family. This is everything to do with everything. So our goal today is we want you to think about that everything you say yes to you are also saying no to lots of other things. 
what you say yes to, and, and this is hard for me as a people pleaser, okay? I like to please people. I like to be a hero. I like to come in and save the day and help you and serve you and put a smile on your face. So I like to say yes. And for me, the idea of saying no, is, oh, it's horrific. It's no. How could I ever let you down? You need someone to scrub toilets. I am your man. I can do that. Um, but the reality is, is when we say yes to one thing, we say no to a tons of other things. Christy, can I give you some examples today? Absolutely. Okay. So this morning, today, well, not today, depending on when you hear it, I said yes to chapel. I was going to chapel to do chapel service for Columbus Christian Academy. We had a fun time with the kids. It was awesome. Miss Tennille was in a bind and she said, Matt, will you come to kids chapel? So I said yes to kids chapel. Felt like a hero. But in saying yes to kids chapel, I said no to helping you get the kids ready for school. It is true. You had to do that by yourself. It Baths, true. clothes are two Which I'm, perfect I'm honestly children. Really lucky that you help me with that all the time because I think sometimes moms end up doing all that by themselves if their husbands have to work early or something like that. So thank you for that. You are so welcome. And we did honor. survive. You but made yes, it. Yes, you were not there. It, it was true. it was difficult. So saying yes to chapel, I was looking at you in the face and I said, Christy, I am not helping you get the kids ready this morning. Just you didn't can't. say it like that, but... But I did. But you did. I did. All right, so here's another one. There's a family in the church. They say, hey, we want to meet. We want to talk. We want to hang out. We want to do life together. Or I'm looking to hang out with a youth pastor or a kid's pastor in a family. And they're like, hey, let's get together. Let's do something. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy life. And I say, yes, let's go to these things. To do that is to say no to Josiah and Stevie and saying, hey, I'm not having dinner with you tonight. I'm having dinner with someone else. And they, I mean, like some of the times too, they may be with you, but it's not quite the same as just having like you and your kids and your spouse together. Those nights are important too. Yep. So yes to multiple families means no to our solo family. Right. All right. Here's another one. You ready? Okay. When someone's like, Matt, you want to go play basketball? I'm like, yes, because basketball is the greatest sport alive. Let's go. What a time it is to be a Golden State Warriors fan. Just throwing that out there. Uh, but like to the basketball or to go work out at the gym. I'm saying yes to that. I'm saying yes to my health. I'm saying yes to making me a better me. But I'm also saying no to literally everything else. No business calls, no counseling sessions, no time with family. I'm saying no to all those things because I'm saying yes to the gym. But here's here's also a benefit in saying yes to the gym. Because if I'm at the gym, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting healthier. I'm going to live longer. My stress is going down because I'm doing hard things. And um, the, just the, the health benefits of saying yes to the gym are... Although I am saying no to everything else for that hour and a half, the other 23 hours of the day, I'm able to be a better me to do things that when I say yes to those other things, it's a better yes because I have a healthier version of me. Right. So you find a time that works to say yes to that so that you can say yes to other things. And then in that way, you're not really telling those other things no. Yep. And you just are for an hour. Yep. And so, and then even when like, let's just say Saturday's here, right? And I say yes to family. Saturday is my family day. I'm saying no to everything else. I'm saying no to drama. I'm saying no to ministry opportunities. I'm saying no to everything else because I said yes to family. 
So it's it's a it's a balancing act, right? It's it's a going back and forth because there are times where you have to say yes to go out to dinner, uh, but there's also times where we can we can overcommit to yes, which I know I'm guilty of, but I know you got a lot of stuff that you want to share on this topic. Yeah. Too. So we have a really good recent example of this. Stevie started kindergarten this year, our littlest boy, and he's doing a lot better now. But the first few weeks or so, he just had a rough few weeks. And I was like, God, I need help figuring this out. What am I going to need to do? And I, I sat down and I looked at our week and I realized that the the worst week that he had at school, as far as being able to sit still, listen, do what he's supposed to do. We had something every night that week that we were doing. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's it's because we're so busy. He's tired. He's really tired. And I, I mean, you could tell he just looks so can, tired. When can we home. be honest? We were tired. We were tired. <laughs> and then we're like, why are you being so bad at school? This is the cherry on top of being tired. But okay, so we looked at it and we were like, okay, we can't blame this on church because these are things we said yes to. But here's the thing. They were church things, but they're things that we scheduled on our own. Yep. So really lean in and hear this. Um, I think sometimes church catches the blame for ministry and busy oh. when we're the ones making our own schedule oh. sometimes. Come on, Pastor. Okay, so Matt and I made this agreement. We were like, okay, Stevie needs more consistency than what we're bringing right now for our evenings. I need more consistency so, than what we were bringing. <laughs> here's the deal. Sometimes in ministry, and you hear this said a lot, the nature of ministry, you're going to have nights where you're up late. You're going to have nights where you have to go serve and do things, or you, people are going to need you sometimes, and you're going to need to meet with them. And yes, that is true. true. It is absolutely true. Let's say um, your whole church is doing a volunteer appreciation banquet and you lead a team. You better be at that volunteer appreciation banquet. You better be leading the way. And you, you better, better be, loving. be loving those people. You better people. be serving. That's mm-hmm. important. That's something you have to be at. That's not an option. But let's say um, this is one thing I looked at. Um, I was working on a sisterhood group and trying to figure out a good night to do that. And I had been considering I should probably do a weeknight because that works better for everybody else at the church. It works better for all the other women at the church, but it was not practical for me. And while um, leading our sisterhood group in Starkville is part of my responsibilities in Starkville, it's on my job description that I have signed and said, yes, I will do this. I have committed to this responsibility. This is my job. This is my job at the church to do. Pastor Jody has never told me you have to lead this on a weeknight. So if I commit to doing that on a weeknight, I'm responsible for that. I have said yes to a weeknight that I can, I'm in control over that, of of how I'm going to schedule that. So what that came to, um, I I decided, okay, if we can say no on weeknights, we're going to say no on weeknights. We'll have things come up that we, we need to go to and that's fine. But for this season, we're going to be at home on a weeknight as much as we can for our kids to bring that consistency. And I found Sunday afternoon seems to work great for most of our women. There's So you can be flexible and find things that work for you that you can say yes to. And it's a better yes for your family and for the people involved. Sisterhood is important. It needs to happen. I do need to find a time that works for the women. But that doesn't mean that I have to completely do a backbend and put myself at an inconvenience that um, for my child, who I'm responsible for raising and yeah. it'll be a part of his whole life and my whole life. That's priority yeah. and something that I can take control of. And here's the thing. You were able to figure out a way where you're, you gave a, a best yes, right? right? Cause it still, groups. it still happened. Mm-hmm. And, and no one in sisterhood was upset that I got moved to Sunday afternoon for right. the, for the times that you did it brought consistency back into our home. 
Stevie was doing good, like as good as Stevie does. Right. <laughs> And it, and it worked out. And so you were able to just, and I think that's the thing you, you had to critically think through that, right? Because it, this, in the thinking about our yeses, you have to think about your no's. And so the question you have to ask is how much are you willing to say no to the things most important to you, right? To echo what you were talking about, every, everything that we find ourselves, especially the people pleasers that we find ourselves saying yes to is important. Connecting right. with families in the church is significant. Like relationships are, are king. You have to do that. Uh, but at the same time, I cannot say yes to all the church family that I lose my family. Right. Because if pastor doesn't have a healthy family, then he can't have a healthy church. Healthy churches don't make healthy families. Healthy families make healthy churches. Right. So what's the balance? I have to say yes to my kids and I have to say yes to you, but I also have to say yes here. And so, Christy, we have some practical tips that we kind of want to break down on, on how we can help say our best yes, how, how we can say yes to significant things, not miss out on anything, uh, and, and be more thoughtful and be more mindful because what we say yes to is also what we say no to. Where do you want to start? Um, start with number one. Um, determine what's more most important to you and schedule accordingly. Yes. The key word in that is most important. What is most important? So going back to the Stevie example, what was most important was getting a rhythm for him that would help with school. That was getting things squared away. So that was the foundational piece. Then also importance was sisterhood in church and families and all that stuff. But we were able to plan out Stevie was most important, right? But sometimes you have to you have to be able to create a space because what's most important is family time and being able to have a space where you can take a deep breath, you can rest, you can rejuvenate because you can only pour out so much. You have to be intentional about finding that rest. What do we do when there just seems to be so much on the calendar and so many people are pulling from different directions? We have a little secret that we use in our family. Yes. So this brings us to number two, and it's really such a cool tip. I can't remember who told us this, but it has been a life-changing tip, okay? And it's simple. Have something on the calendar. And by something, you can literally write the word something on the calendar. Um, but let, like, let's say um, your Saturday, you think, man, I have been going all weekend. I finally have a free Saturday. And someone says, hey, are you free? We're doing this thing this Saturday, and we'd really love for you to come. And you are free. Your calendar is free. Technically, unless, you don't have anything going on, but like you but said, you unless. do because you already had a plan to take care of yourself. But we look at that and we say, oh, well, it's selfish because it's something I'm doing for me. Well, do you want to be able to show up to all those other things and give it your best? You have to take time for yourself. It is important to schedule time for yourself. So simply writing that in and blocking that day off of like, this is a family night for us. We're going to, we have something on the calendar and that is a family night. I don't have to tell people that my plan for the evening is to eat popcorn with my family and watch a Netflix movie. They don't have to know that that's what we're doing, but it's important for me to have that time. And so I'm going to put it on the calendar and I'm going to have time for rest. Yeah, this sounds crazy. And uh, this is not really in the scope of what we were talking about today, but it's kind of important. There's a season in my life that on my to do's was to text my mom. Like on my to-do list for the day was to text my mom just to check in on her. 
And you can think, Matt, that's a little ridiculous, right? Like you should know intuitively just to text your mom. Here's the thing. That season of life was super busy. We had a lot going on, a lot of distractions, a lot of pivoting and maneuvering. Uh, And I knew that if it was not on my to-do list, it was not going to get done. But texting my mom and checking on her was very, very important in that season. So to ensure that I did not miss out on texting my mom, I put it on my to-do list. And because guess it was what happened? valuable to you. Yes. And, you and your family time is valuable to you. Time with your spouse, time with uh, just alone time, being able to reflect, being able to pray, be able to have a consistent devotional time. Those things are valuable and important and help with the overall health of everything that you're doing. And that is worth putting on the calendar. And it's okay. You do not have to justify to every single person why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, You know that you need to be healthy because if you are not healthy, you cannot help anybody else be healthy. You can literally pour out your life trying to save everybody else around you. And at the end of the day, ruin and sacrifice your own family on the altar of ministry or work or business or whatever and lose it all trying to, to be everything to everyone. And that's hard for me to hear because I want to be everything for everyone, Christy. Like I want to, I want to go in and help and serve and love. And most of the time, people don't expect us to do that, and they don't realize they're doing that. They're just asking you to help out, and yep. it's it's really what you say. Your yes or no is determining your schedule more than you think. Yep. And so there's there's ways to do that, right? So there's ways because we have a lot of, especially for people that care about people. Like that, that sounds redundant to say, but we need to remind ourselves that in ministry, we are here because we, we really do love people and we want to serve people and we want to honor them and show them Jesus. And so it's really hard to say no, because we feel like if we say no, we disappoint somebody. So we want to say yes to everything and then inadvertently say no to all the most important things. So there are some ways that we can graciously, which this would be point number three, we can graciously respond and say, thank you, but I can't right now. So you can tell people no in a kind way. And it's not like, nope, I'm not doing that. And and the reality is for most people, it's not going to be like, I can't believe you said no. They get it. They understand. Now, there are some people who won't. It's not your responsibility to get them to understand. You can graciously and kindly say, hey, thank you so much for thinking about me. I appreciate that so much. What a tremendous opportunity that would be. That would be so much fun to go out to eat. That would be so much fun to go to that football game. That would be so uh, so good to get out and about and go on that Saturday. I just can't because I have something on the calendar. And that something is just some family time that has been much needed or that something is being able to sleep in because you've been going 15 hours a day or that something is what's most important that you put on the calendar that you, you need for you. don't even have you. to say something going on on the calendar because that I sounds just, so business. Yeah, you can just say, I've, got, I've just got we've stuff got going on. We've got some stuff going on that day and we can't. Yeah. And, and that's fine. And it's a perfectly valid answer. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not a lie. Um, you've got stuff going on that you planned and there's nothing wrong with saying that. Yep. Um, there are some times though, that there are some people that don't understand that. Right. And those are the instances that will often stick out and it'll bother you. And I mean, it bothers me, but our, our last practical tip for you today would simply be this. Understand that if someone's frustrated at your no, it is possible that they did have your best interest at heart to begin with. Not not being ugly, not trying to just to, to cause drama for the sake of drama. They just really wanted you to be a part of something because they wanted you to be a part of it. And you're not being able to be there is frustrating to them. 
But that's okay. Because again, going back to what is most important is you, your family. I'll tell you how it was told to me. Number one is my walk with Jesus. Number two is my family. Number three is my responsibility, which is the local church. And then after that is what we do for the district and serving the district in that capacity. And so everything is filtered through that way. There is a priority of what is most important. And so most important things need to be taken care of. And sometimes people don't have those same priorities and they're frustrated that your priorities are different, but you can't control what they think and what they say and what they do. You are responsible for your action and reaction to those moments. Right. We have a good example of this. We recently talked to a friend and um, she had someone trying to get together with her and do like a double date night kind of thing. And she said, well, would this night work for you? And she said, well, actually we have a babysitter and my husband and I were planning on just taking the night just for he and I just to spend some time together. And the friend came back and said, I understand that, but you know, it would be even easier for it to work out that night because you already have a babysitter. And clearly she didn't understand because if she did understand, she'd be like, "I, I get it. You guys need some time together and that's fine. Um, so when we look at this, it can be easy to kind of get defensive and be like, I can't believe that they didn't understand, but we can look at it and say, okay, sometimes people truly don't understand. They don't walk in your shoes. They don't know what you've already said yes to for the whole day. They don't know what your month's been like. And, and they just really don't understand. And those kind of people, they may get a little upset, but at the end of the day, if they really love you, they're going to come back around. It's going to be fine. Let's say you have a person that doesn't understand you. They did not have your best interests at heart. They're not going to come back around. What have you lost? You really haven't lost anything because uh, those people were you already lost a taking, headache. <laughs> right. They're already taking time from you and, and with the wrong intentions of not valuing, valuing your life or your time or pouring back into you and caring about you as well as a friend. So um, guard yourself from those kind of friendships and those kinds of relationships. If you notice you have people, you'll really start to learn a lot about people whenever you around them and, and you stand up for yourself and say, Oh, I can't today. And it, it's really good. It's a good practice to have in place for sure. And so we do have just a two passages of scripture. I want to share with you real quick, uh, really, because a lot of this comes back to wisdom. You know, you, you've got to be able to, to think through your life in your context, in your situation, because it is drastically different than other people and other ministries and other, other areas. So you've got to figure out for you, what is best for you based on what's most important in your season of life right now. So uh, we want you to focus on wisdom. Proverbs four, six through seven says, do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. And I uh, want to also give you Matthew chapter 10, verse 16 says, Be wise as servants and harmless as doves. You can be gentle in saying no. You can be gentle in, in telling people you have different priorities, but you have to be wise in how you do that. And uh, I'll leave you with a quote from Mom Jeannie Mayo. She says this, True success in ministry is when those that know you best love you most. And I would encourage you with that today. So your yes is yes, but it also means no. And what are you willing to say no to? And what are you willing to say yes to? And how much are you willing to say no to the things that are most important to you? Some good thoughts to think about over the next week. Can't wait to get back with you and talk about hard things because it's a, that's another fun conversation to have. It's going to be good. Christy, have any final thoughts before we dip out? 
one quick thing. If you have said yes to a job and your responsibility is to be there eight to five, you cannot tell your boss, I'm sorry, but I can't be there. We, we <laughs> are not, not responsible what we are about. <laughs> for your ignorance. The Bible says get wisdom. You need to find it. And Seek if some the counsel. job isn't working for you, then respectfully find a new job. Do that the right way. But we're talking about friendships, relationships, things within your control. A lot more than you think you can control your schedule. Christy's so worried that people would come out and say, I lost my job because of you. (laughs) Y'all don't blame that on us now. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Hey, we love you guys. Can't wait to connect with you next week.